Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast aimed to deliver sales strategies, marketing tips, and business insights from industry experts and myself to build a listing-focused business for the future. Let's get into it. Well, folks, it's certainly been a topic that has come up recently many, many times that I wanted to take an opportunity to certainly do a quick little episode on and ensure that I hopefully can change some thinking in the traditional sense of real estate. One of the comments that was made on one of the previous podcast episodes and certainly some of the other marketing that we have done um, by one of the agents who was a traditional real estate agent for a very long time, still does traditional real estate, but we've certainly changed his opinion of the way that he sees pricing a property. To use his terminology, it was he thought he was pompous in the past by going in to a traditional listing and thinking that he knew exactly what that property was worth. Realistically, one of the biggest faults that I see in the real estate community is wanting to have an opinion of value so that they can prove their worth to a seller or to a buyer or whoever it may be. It's interesting looking at the auction process from afar and also up close and being a third party to the transaction. Now, we do all different types of sales where either a property has been put on the marketplace traditionally in the beginning and had several price reductions. It might not have had a price reduction yet, all the way to properties that use auction in the first sense and price it traditionally after if it doesn't get the result the sellers are looking for. Now, in the sense of where we see it go wrong most of the time is that an agent is guilty of trying to get too much for the seller is how I put it in an eloquent fashion and being politically correct, which I think really, it's just an agent trying to buy the listing. The unfortunate part about the number of years that have just passed is the fact that we've seen more and more agents actually build a poor habit in real estate by putting a price that they thought was ridiculous on there and getting confirmation bias of the fact that then the set property sells with inside of a few days and going, oh, wow, that's amazing. And they've led that habit into the change in marketplace. If you have a look at the US over the last 25 years, 80% of the time it is spent in a buyer's market. So you are going to be in a buyer's market more of the time historically than what you will be in a seller's marketplace where it is unbelievably easy to sell. This creates incredibly bad habits where we're going to see an industry that has had 1.6 million realtors in it probably reduced to a million realtors, which I think is healthy. But realistically, it's because of the fundamentals of not understanding that your opinion of price does not matter. It doesn't matter. Realistically, I've been in situations as well where in the past, agents have been beside me in listing presentations and the seller has said, well, what do you think the property is worth? And the agent has blurted out a number before I've had a chance to stop them. And we've missed out on that listing. A property was worth $10 million. Okay. It sold for $10 million in 48 hours. And the agent went in there based on the comparable said $8.2 million. And the seller basically walked us out of the listing presentation immediately and completely shut down. And that agent was wrong. They thought they were being actually over the top when they said 8.2. So it can work in both ways. But most of the time, it works in a sense that an agent is a little overzealous. They promise too much in the beginning, only to have to then correct that at a later date by going back and asking for price reductions. Now, that's not a problem whatsoever. But I've been here on the coast of Orange County in many oceanfront listing presentations where sellers have called us in from an auction perspective to get an opinion on a different method of sale. 
And one of the things that I will have to say, if you get too used to doing price reductions, whilst it's an incredibly good skill set to have in the real estate industry, it leaves a breadcrumb trail of destruction behind you that if I'm walking in on the listing presentation behind you, I will leverage and I will use. You're probably lucky enough that people don't use this, but I've walked into listing presentations before and I've asked them who they're speaking to before we've actually spoken to them about auction. They've mentioned a few big names on the coast here. And what I will do is I'll print off their historical record of properties over a certain price point. It was very easy with some of the big agents here, print off the property and show the pricing history. Well, typically look, Here's a property at 123 Smith Street. They started at 12 million. They then reduced to 11. They then reduced to 10 and end up selling at $8 million over the space of X amount of time. Now, I'm talking about luxury property. You can see this in any any different type of property. And when I'm saying that they leave a breadcrumb trail of destruction behind, have a look at their history of what it had done previously in a normalized market. If you take the statistics of twenty, the end of 2020 and 2021 and the beginning of 2022, and you look at that, pretty much there weren't price reductions at that time. There were people bidding over the list price, which again is a whole nother topic of me believing that everybody left money on the table because they didn't create a transparent and open bidding platform like what auction creates versus the multiple offer situation. But sticking to the point is that your opinion of price doesn't matter. And too often we've been taught in real estate that our opinion does matter. And what we do is we look at the comparable sales of properties that have been close by, that are like that property, that are in the same area, might have the same square footage and price per square foot and everything along those lines. Just to be clear, I never heard about price per square foot until I moved to the US 10 years ago. Because the one thing categorically that I was taught from day one is that my opinion doesn't matter unless I'm willing to write a check for the amount of money that comes out of my mouth. My job is to present a process, not the promise of a price, a process to find the highest price possible and allow the seller to say yes or no. That is my job. Now, if the seller says no, and I believe that that's a mistake based on the consistency of the feedback, not just an opinion, if I've got several, several buyers that don't know each other, that have the budget to pay what the seller wants, but still can't bring themselves to see value, what's that? True market value. Now, this may seem like a little bit of a rant, but I hopefully can get you to see that having the auction process in your back pocket will allow you to go through a process of elimination with your sellers. You can walk into any listing presentation, and you may not believe this if you haven't been exposed to our process in the past, but there are people that use the real estate auction or the non-distressed auction process of Harcourt's auction where they are doing in excess of 50 listing presentations a year, and they are not mentioning price to a seller. They are simply saying, I would feel uncomfortable, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if I was to give you a number just to disappoint you later or to undersell your property. Because if we sell the property and leave money on the table, you only know that after the fact, once another property sells. And I would feel incredibly uncomfortable as a real estate professional offering you just a simple price for you to make a decision on. I want to offer you a process, a process which will absolutely refine what your property is worth in the marketplace. And if it's not the price you're comfortable with, you're in complete control and you can make a decision of yes or no. We want to give them and empower the seller to make that decision. And again, we use feedback to do so. We bring people through the property and they might say, well, what does the seller want? And we'll say, well, what's your budget? And they'll say, well, my budget's a million dollars. Okay. Well, if you're at a million dollars, I would strongly suggest you registering to bid for auction day, or you can place an offer before the auction date itself. 
okay, well, will a million dollars buy it? I'm not sure. Why don't you put it on paper and I can get you a yes or no answer from the seller? That presents feedback. Now, if they say, well, I'm not sure what to put an offer in at, ask them the questions. Ask more questions. It will always get better answers in the sense of what other properties have you seen? How long have you been locally looking? Have you made any other offers on any other properties? What's your budget is typically a wonderful question to figure out where a buyer sits from a price perspective. If it's an agent, what is your buyer's budget is a wonderful question to ask that buyer. And if they don't know that, we know that they're not too deep into the buying process. They might not have been pre-qualified or all of those different things. It allows us to understand who we're dealing with a little bit further. And if they don't want to give you that and they're trying to keep their cards close to their chest because they believe they're in complete control, explain the situation. Look, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer or look, Mr. Buyer's agent, I just wanted you to know is that my seller has chosen to use the auction process because we didn't want to promise a price because prices are so volatile in the marketplace at the moment that if we underpriced it, then we're not doing the right thing by our sellers and it might create some confusion for you guys as well. If we overprice it, just sits on the marketplace stale and certainly ruins the reputation of it. So we're looking for your feedback. What do you guys think it's worth? You guys get to dictate price. What do you think it's worth? And they might come up with a low number or they might come up with a high number. Asking them, would you put that on paper will refine whether or not they are serious. Now, coming back to getting a firm opinion on value or not actually giving a firm opinion of value is that we don't have to come up with an answer when a seller asks us what we think their property is worth. Our expertise should be in the negotiation, it should be in the marketing, and it should be in the exposure to buyers to get feedback for them to then make an informed decision. So guys, this is a passionate point for me that I want to leave you just with a little bonus to try and change your thought process is that know that you don't have to form an opinion of value and going about it and telling and explaining a seller as I gave you the example before can provide you with a strategic edge in a listing presentation that you're not in there just trying to buy the listing. Make sure that you use this process in order to have that tool in your tool belt in order to go about things in a different way. You can use it also by if the seller is very firm on a number that you know is too high, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, why don't you try it at your price first? We'll give it two or three weeks so we don't lose too much momentum in the market. Instead of me coming back to you for a price reduction later, I'm actually an expert in the auction field and I'd love to introduce our auction team that I've employed in my business to talk to you about a different method of sale. Now, it might not be relevant because we might just simply get that price point, but I want to show you how I'm going to work to expose your property more if we're not getting the result you want versus just simply asking you to reduce your price. This is a strategic opportunity that this will give you to beat out any competition. It will allow you to evolve your listings because just simple price reductions will absolutely cannibalize your relationship with a seller. It will erode any of your integrity because you, it becomes incredibly obvious you've just tried to buy their business and it ruins relationships. So having this tool in your tool belt allows you to not form an opinion of value and stop holding your opinion of value in such high esteem. You don't need to have an opinion. You've got a process to find the value and allow them to make a decision. Thanks, folks. So about 75% of our audience hasn't liked, followed, or subscribed to our podcast. 
It would mean the world to us and it would help this podcast more than you know to expand our reach if you were to like, follow or subscribe on any of the platforms that you're watching or listening on. Thanks again.